Do you have a vision for what you want your retirement to look like? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. <sighs> Planning for retirement can be overwhelming. A survey from GoBankingRates shows that one-third of Americans don't think they know enough about retirement, and they're probably right. So if you fall into that category, how do you know where to begin? Well, you've got to know where you want to go before you start planning how to get there. That's where having a smart vision for your retirement comes in. Whether you want to be a jet setter during your retirement years, want to take it easy in a quiet cabin in the woods, or start a new adventure by opening your own business, you should set that goal and keep it in mind throughout your working years. Retirement expert Dean Wagenspach said during a recent TED Talk, I want to challenge all of us to redefine retirement away from depart, remove, withdrawal to a new definition, a blending of pay, passion, and purpose. Still, retirement looks different for everyone. Sit down with your spouse and talk about your retirement goals. That will make it easier to determine how fiscally responsible you need to be now and how much income you'll need to make it happen after you retire. That's right, I said income. More and more retirees are finding that cash flow is more important than one big nest egg number. That's when you want to say, hey, listen, I want to start thinking about all of this accumulation that I've done through these decades of working. How do I begin to think about turning what I've saved and what I've accumulated into paychecks after I retire? That's Lee Baker, president of Apex Financial Services, speaking to CNBC. He says annuities are a great option for most retirees to generate an income you can never outlive. That's especially important since life expectancy has grown over the years, so you'll need to plan for a longer period of time than you may think. So, do you have a smart vision for your retirement years? That's a key question to consider as you start planning how to get there. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Take Point on Retirement with your host, Eric Arnett. Eric is a fiduciary and licensed financial advisor who always places your needs first. The experienced team at TakePoint Wealth Management takes pride in knowing they've helped so many pursue the financial future of their dreams, and they can help you too. And now, let's start the show. Here's Eric Arnett. And welcome to Take Point on Retirement by TakePoint Wealth Management. I'm Sam Davis, and I'm Joined this week by Randy Woodruff. Randy, a valued member, tax expert over there at TakePoint Wealth Management. Randy, how are you doing today? Great, Sam. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And, you know, to all the retirement warriors out there, Eric Arnett is busy meeting with some retirement warriors today. So he was unable to make our scheduled recording. But uh, as they say in show business, the show must go on. And so, Randy, you and I decided to hop on a little early and and do a show for the people, right? You are correct. Yeah, the show must go on. And I guess there's another saying in showbiz, go break a leg. Hopefully we don't uh, break any legs today on the show or make any <laughs> make any, any big mistakes. But um, that Eric here to guide us along, I'm sure we'll still be okay. Though He's he's taught us well, so we'll follow in his footsteps to put on a great show for everybody. And welcome to the show today, everybody. 
And uh, we got a great show planned for you. And as, as Sam mentioned, Eric cannot join us. Um, as he mentioned, my name is Randy Woodruff. I'm a partner with Eric at Take Point Wealth Management. I'm also um, owner and partner in Sunco CPA Group and doing taxes almost 30 years now here in um, the Nature Coast. Uh, my parents started the firm back in 1974 and I came on in 94 from college and um, been there ever since. We, you know, Eric and I office together. So we have offices for the CPA firm and Take Point, both in Brooksville and Spring Hill. And we're looking for offices and other, other areas of the Nature Coast as well. So more to come on that on later shows. But I um, want to dive right into the agenda we have today, the outline, and start talking about it. So, you know, before we we, um, we do get going too far, I want to make sure everybody knows how to get a hold of us on the phone at 352-616-0511 or takepointwealth.com. On the website, you can, you'll can you see a calendar link up there. Just click on that calendar link and you can schedule some time with Eric or I to come in and have a, a consultation and share with us what you're thinking, what your what your goals, what your plans are, what's keeping you up at night as it relates to retirement and your and your wealth management goals and, and dreams and ideas. And we can help walk you through that. Eric's been advising clients for almost 30 years as well as a trust officer and a financial advisor. So a, a lot of experience between the two of us so we can put that experience to work for you. So please give us a call. We'd love to help you out. Yeah, um, you can you can call them at 352-616-0511 or conveniently schedule a quick chat with Eric, Randy, and the team over at Take Point Wealth just by going to takepointwealth.com. And so coming up on today's show, we're going to have a quote of the week. We're going to talk about why you need a smart retirement plan. And we're going to talk about the first few components of what we believe makes up a smart retirement plan, which will include smart vision, you know, kind of looking ahead and actually having a vision of what you want that retirement to look like in your future. Smart inspection, taking a look at, you know, what assets you may currently hold, what fees you may currently be paying, what risk may currently be on the table that you may not know about. So we'll look at smart inspection and we'll get started with smart planning as well. And uh, we'll talk in depth about tax planning as well, because we've got Randy, the tax expert on today's show. Uh, We'll have an inflation demonstration. You're probably shelling out a bit more for this grocery item. That's a bit of a tease. And we'll talk about that later in the show. We've got some this week history, some this week in history items and a whole lot more. But before we get started, I want to mention that if you missed part of today's show, or if you've missed part of any of our recent shows here at Take Point on Retirement. You can find Take Point on Retirement wherever you listen to podcasts. So no matter if you have an iPhone or an Android or you're just on your computer, just search Take Point on Retirement and you can find the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, Randy, let's get started with this week's financial wisdom quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. This one comes from literary legend Mark Twain. And Mm -hmm. Mark Twain said, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. The secret to getting started is breaking your complex, overwhelming tasks into small, manageable tasks and then starting on the first one. Of course, Mark Twain, uh, his, his, uh, was his pen name, Samuel Clemens, was I guess his government name, but uh, he was an American writer, humorist, entrepreneur, lecturer. Uh, his novels include, of course, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and the sequel, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, both released in uh, the later part of the 1800s. And uh, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, often uh, referred to as the great American novel. But, you know, diving into this quote, Randy, you know, 
taking a look at these complex things that we all have to manage in our lives. And, and Mark Twain says, just break it down into simple tasks and, and get started on the first one. So what do you think about that quote? You know, it's interesting that, you know, I've had this conversation with people over the years, and it's amazing how much more complex our lives have become as you look back over time. And by time, I mean, since our country first started, you know, back when the, we first started as a country, basically all you had to worry about was staying alive, you make sure you had enough food and clothing and shelter and a few other things, but life wasn't all that complicated. And it's amazing how much more complicated life has gotten today. So, you know, this quote, um, you know, you mentioned his, his lifespan from 1835 to 1910. I'm not trying to imply things were simple back then, but I think things were a lot simpler back then than they are nowadays. So imagine um, and, you know, Mark Twain coming up with that quote, let's say in, let's say in just 1875, just, just to pick a date, that's about halfway through his life, lifespan. Uh, 1875, let's just say he made that quote. Imagine what he would say today in terms of how complex things are. And so, you know, this quote has been is probably, let's just say it's 150 years old. And so if, if Mark Twain was, I'll say, you know, uh, commenting on, on how complex or overwhelming task can be and the need to break them down 150 years ago. This quote is way more relevant today in terms of the need to take all of our complex our complex tasks, information we have to manage, all the data and information that's out there, and trying to break that down into, into information that we can use and we can put a plan together to to you know help us live and manage our life not just today but as we as we as we make a track towards retirement. So great quote. And as time goes on, this quote, in my opinion, becomes more and more um, uh, relevant and more and more meaningful. And as it, as it relates to trying to break things down into into small bite sized pieces, you know, we've, we've all heard the expression, you know, how to eat a pizza one one slice at a time. And it's, and that's that's another way of saying what Mark Twain said. So yeah, great quote, and uh, we all need to to do our best to live by that. Yeah, kind of just going through the quote, I, I loved that first initial statement, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. I mean, that could be a, a quote all in itself. And, you know, so many people out there, whether it's retirement or fitness or whatever goals they may have in their life, you know, sometimes the secret of, of getting ahead is getting started. So if you're trying to lose weight, sometimes the hardest part is just getting up in the morning and putting on your shoes and, and not actually getting out and going on that walk or that run. So, you know, for anyone out there, the retirement warriors listening to take point on retirement this week, um, we, we do believe that the secret to getting ahead is getting started. And, you know, if you just get started, you're going to be way ahead of everyone out there that's still kind of twiddling their thumbs a little bit. And yeah, break down those complex tasks, tasks into small manageable ones. You know, Randy, I don't know about you, but in my life, you know, I, I like to make lists to get things done. Mm -hmm. I, I imagine that you're probably the same, a, a tax guy, but more of an analytical mind. And, you know, sometimes when you just get those five or six things down on paper that you need to do, you can really start just tackling them one at a time, build momentum. And, and all of a sudden a complex, you know, ordeal, it becomes pretty simple. It's so true. And I, I noticed also too, in terms of making lists and just getting things done, you know, we all have, we all come across those things and, you know, whether it be day to day or once a month or once a week, whatever the timeline is, where something new we have to tackle because it's something new. We tend to put it off because it's maybe something that we haven't done before. So we don't want to do so we don't we're not gonna enjoy doing. And I can't tell you how many times where I, where I've, you know, in my mind or intentionally push those things off when I actually got, got into it and got them done time and time again, I'm like, why did I wait? Why did I push this off? This is no big deal. You know? So, so to your point, you know, the, sometimes the hardest part is just getting up in the morning with, if it's fitness and putting on your shoes, and, and once you get your shoes on and get moving, it's like, this was no big deal. 
you know, so, so, you know, getting started in every area of our life and, and just, and just, you know, shaking that, even whether it be fear of the unknown, whether it be something that you just, a task that you don't want to do, whatever the case may be, just getting started. Uh, once you get that momentum going, you'll, you'll push your way through it most of the time. So yeah, great quote has so many applications in our everyday life. Um, and speaking of getting started, and I think uh, we've talked about this, you know, quite often on our show is the need to put together a retirement plan and a smart retirement plan, not, not just any retirement plan, but something that's smart and something that's custom made for you. You know, there's no, we're at here at take point, we're in a Sunco CPA group as well. We're not a, we don't give out advice on a one size fits all mentality. We take, we take a, take a look at everybody's situation, take a look at, you know, where you're at in life, how much money you have to work with, what are your expenses, what other other challenges do you have uh, that you're going to have to deal with as you, as you get closer and closer to retirement and retirement, put together a plan that's going to help you meet those challenges, overcome those challenges and, and live a stress-free retirement. And so um, here again, putting together a plan, a smart plan to help you do all that and starting the plan, like, like Mark Twain said, just you know, start and, and break those complex tasks down into small, meaningful tasks that can be handled one at a time. And usually you know, if you break them down into small tasks, you can, you can, you can wrap your mind around and wrap your arms around them and just you know, knock them, knock them out one at a time. And you will, and you will, you'll see some results and you'll see some success. It'll get you excited as you start to see results and success. It'll get you motivated and get you more and more excited about doing more uh, of, of planning and then being involved in your retirement. Yeah. I've said on this show several times that it's unfortunate that most of us spend, you know, let's say we take a week or two vacation every year, depending upon how much time we have, you know, we're going to spend 20, 30 years in retirement. You know, and most people spend more time every year planning their vacation than they do planning retirement. They're going to spend, you know, a couple of decades. And so, you know, it, it, you don't have to sit there and watch the market all day to plan for retirement, but you do need to educate yourself. You read some books, you read up on different retirement options, you know, understand what annuities are, understand what life insurance is, understand what disability insurance, understand Social Security. How is that going to impact you? You know, should you wait to take it? Understand Medicare. Really understand if you, if you're you know, we're all going to be on Medicare one day, and maybe you're on it already, and you're uh, listening. Understand your Medicare options. Understand what the different policies that you that you have available to you, what they're going to cover. You know, because in retirement, most people live on a fixed income, so it's very important to understand, you know, have a grasp on what your expenses are going to be, and if you understand, you know, the decisions that you're making, you understand all the factors in those decisions. The fewer surprises you're going to have. And that's in the fewer surprises you have, it's going to take less of a toll on your retirement savings in terms of if you have those surprises that you didn't plan for, or you made a bad decision, it's shipping away at your retirement unnecessarily. And you're having to pay for mistakes that you made because you didn't put, you didn't invest the time up front into learning the things that you need to know to have a stress-free retirement. Yeah. And the good news is, is when it comes to planning for your retirement, you don't have to do it alone. In fact, I would suggest put this down on your to-do list, get in touch with us at takepointwealth.com. That's takepointwealth.com. You don't have to do it right now, especially if you're driving, but you can give us a call at 352-616-0511 and give us a call and let's get started. It'll just start with a 15-minute chat with you and Eric Arnett, and then Randy will get folded in with the tax planning and, and pretty soon you'll be well on your way to a happy, healthy retirement. Before we dive into the smart retirement plan segment of our show today, Randy, you know, just a message to all the listeners out there, you know, do you really know more than your your doctor or your lawyer or your home contractor? And, you know, just as you trust the experts in these situations, you know, we at TakePoint Wealth Management believe nothing replaces a capable financial advisor. 
And we're still in January, Randy. So the start of a new year is a great time to reevaluate your retirement plans, whether retirement's still a few years away for you, maybe you're still in your 50s, or or if you've already been retired for a number of years, it's not too late to take a look at what you've got. You know, even if you're, you're retired, maybe you're in your late 60s, you're already on Medicare, you know, you've still got decades of life ahead of you. So let's get that plan buttoned up and make sure it's good to go uh, as you move forward. And, you know, Randy, I don't know about you, like we have some bathroom remodeling that, that we've been putting off for a while. And I know that if I try and do it by myself, my wife's not going to be too happy with the way it looks. So when it comes to something like that, that I have some questions, I don't know too much about, you know, I'm not familiar with the tools, if you will. Uh, You know, I'm going to trust a contractor, a licensed expert when it comes to something like that, when I need good results. I agree with you when it comes to home repairs and even vehicle repairs. I, I know my limitations and I could probably at some point figure it out, but the time I would invest trying to figure it out and probably not figure it out all, all that well, um, my, my time is much better spent seeking the advice of a professional. And just like you said, just when it comes to retirement planning and having a plan, you know, Eric and I have been planning with our clients almost 30 years, both of us, each of us almost 30 years. So we have years and you know, decades of experience. You know, you really should think about letting us put that experience to work for you. You come in for a no consult, a no fee consultation, we'll put together a plan for you. If you choose not to implement it, you know, that um, that's fine, but just give us an opportunity to meet with you. You know, we've been doing this for 30 years. We do this all day, every day. So I'm sure there's something that you can learn from us and you have to come in and see us to to, to do that. So um, let's jump into the, the basics of a plan. You know, one of the first things you want to do is create a budget, you know, and, um, you know, so many people don't create a budget. Even if you're in business, I can't tell me business owners don't have a budget. And the same is true in our, in our personal finances. And, you know, especially as you as you get towards retirement or you're in retirement, you have that you have you know, basically a finite amount of, of resources to live on for the rest of your life. Having a budget, making sure you stay within that budget is very, very important because especially right now, there's a lot of volatility in prices. We've all seen inflation spike over the last year, year and a half. And it seems like it's coming down to some degree. And I heard something very um, promising on the on the um, news this morning that you know, some of the inputs that go into the overall costs, like the raw materials and transportation have come down significantly. So I think as that begins to, to work its way into the overall cost structure of goods and services, we will see some continued reduction in inflation, hopefully. Um, and hopefully that, that that's that's the pattern it's going to take. So, but regardless uh, of inflation, whether it's going up or going down, um, you as a consumer need to put together a budget and you need to monitor your budget. You know, you know, there's an expression I've heard and I love the expression, what gets measured gets done. And so just putting together a budget doesn't, is, isn't, is not good enough. That's just, that's just step one. You know, that's just step one that you should do at the end of the year going into the next year or at, at the very least at the very beginning of a new year. And then as you spend your money throughout the year, you need to accumulate that, tabulate it and compare it to what you actually budgeted and see if you're over or under because it's, it's a amazing how how easy it is for expenses to get away from us. There's a expression that we use here at the accounting firm as we're working with a client and they come in and they and they talk about what they want us to do for them and we define the engagement. We define the scope of the engagement. Then all of a sudden we have something called scope creep. You know, and that means that what we originally intended to do for the client, they've asked us to do more and more work over time that we didn't put into our original budget in terms of time. So the same thing happens with your with your budget. We'll call it expense creep, right? We have expenses that that 
you did, that that basically you planned on being a certain number because of inflation, because of of adjustments, or because just things that you had to change in your personal life. These expenses creep up on you. The numbers creep up on you. So you know, having a budget, putting it in writing, and then monitoring it on a monthly basis till you can monitor how you're doing with what your actual plan was supposed to be will help you make those adjustments, those subtle adjustments that you need to make throughout the year, as opposed to major adjustments at the end of the year going into the new year. So definitely recommend putting together a budget and also recommend saving regularly, especially if you're if you're younger and you're saving for retirement. And we've all heard about the, the benefits of compounding interest. You can't be can't start saving soon enough in life, you know, and some of my clients have put together savings accounts for their children as they're born or grandchildren as they're born. And over time, that money is going to grow with, with compounding and it's going to be a nice uh, sizable amount by the time those children or grandchildren get to retirement. But it doesn't matter if you had a, uh, something started for you when you were young, there's n- it's never too late to start saving. And at the same time, if you didn't start early in life, that means you need to get honest with yourself about where you're at in life, honest with yourself about what you want out of life and out of retirement, and make sure that you now commit those dollars today. It may be painful for some of you, but to give up some things, stop doing some things, take less vacations, less trips to Starbucks, less less trips to the to the you know you know whatever your your uh, I got I enjoy getting uh, massages. I love getting a massage. So if, if if that's something that if I was if I had not been saving enough, I would have to give up massages because that's something that's a not a necessity, but I should be willing to give it up to save for retirement. So all of us need to make those tough decisions, and um, it's amazing the clarity that you get by writing things down, whether it be your goals, whether it, it, but definitely your budget and monitoring it and looking at the variances that you have can't begin to describe how important and valuable that is. So next up we have avoid debt, you know, and, um, you know, there's different there people will talk differently about avoiding debt. I mean, like in our younger years, we have to take on debt to buy a house or, or you know, maybe we take on debt to buy investment properties, you know, and uh, I don't, you know, leverage, wise leverage, you, you back up, using leverage wisely can be very a beneficial tool as you build wealth. But I've seen so many people that don't use leverage wisely. You know, they invest in assets that they don't know anything about. They invest in assets basically at the wrong time because they don't understand the market and how the market moves and the trends and the cycles. And so, you know, some, so debt is, debt can be a very valuable tool, but can also be a very uh, destructive tool as well if you don't use it properly. So, but as we, as a general rule, as a general, uh, I'll say point of advice for retirees, as you begin to get closer and closer to retirement, you want to begin to clean up your balance sheet of all that debt you have, you know, cars, homes, credit cards, especially all those things. If you have investments, like for example, uh, commercial or residential real estate that, that you have, have as an investment and you have rental property. Yeah, it'd be nice to have all that paid off, but you know, it, it's that is probably an example of as long as you bought the property right, as long as you're not over leveraged, that's an area where leverage can help you, you know, um, acquire more assets. And as long as there's no significant interruption to cash flow from vacancy, you, you can do very well with it with investing in, in real estate and using leverage as long as you use it wisely and appropriately and don't over leverage yourself. Um, speaking of investing, the next thing you want to do is invest wisely. You know, it's easier said than done. That's why you need to come see us here at TakePoint. You know, it's easy to say invest wisely. We all want to do that. But, you know, with as much information out there, with as many options as there are out there, with as many um, influences on the market as there are, investing wisely isn't, isn't easy as it once was. I'm going to share with you a quote I had from a client of mine probably 25 years ago. 
this gentleman was probably in his 80s when he made this quote to me. We were talking about the market, and um, he goes, "Randy, you know, he had been he had been he had been investing since the 40s, and back in the day, you would invest in a company, and you know, there wasn't an inter- the internet, there wasn't um, all this, there wasn't social media, there wasn't all these influences. You basically went to your stockbroker and you said, I want to buy. Back in the day, it may have been General Electric, it may have been you know Kellogg's, it may have been one of those com- AT and T, one of those actually back then it was." Um, was it AT&T or was it Ma Bell? I'm not sure what it was back then. I know they split up in the 80s, but whatever it was, there was those American institutional companies that people just believed in. They invested in, they held them for the long term. You know, and I'm not saying it was easy back then, but with all the options and everything that's going on nowadays, when I say options, I mean options to invest in. Uh, with all the available options there are to invest in, it's become more difficult. So more today, more than ever, you need to have the advice of an advisor that can help you, one, start to put together your goals, and then when you got your goals, we can help you invest wisely to help you meet those goals. Um, next thing you want to do is stay insured. You know, you want to make sure you have adequate you know, car insurance, make sure you have adequate homeowners insurance, make sure you have adequate life insurance, you know, especially life insurance, you know, especially depending upon what your wealth is. You know, um, if you have an unexpected and untimely death, either of you or your spouse, that could put the other person in significant financial risk and make them have to be dependent on, on kids or friends or family or put them into uncomfortable financial situations later on in life. So want to make sure that, that your loved ones are protected upon your untimely demise and make sure they have a, a clear path forward. So even though you're gone, unfortunately, you still want them to have a, a, a happy retirement even without you here. That's what we should all do for our family if we love them. So definitely make sure you stay properly insured and then stay informed. You know, and it's stay informed is, is easy to say, but you want to make sure you're staying informed with the right information. You know, there's so much information out there that we're getting, I'll say, bombarded with. And, you know, it's unfortunate that that uh, so many of these reporters nowadays are um, becoming activists as opposed to reporters. And so, you know, be careful when I, when I say stay informed, I highly recommend staying informed, but stay informed information and from sources that report the news and don't, um, I'll say, taint it with anybody's, anybody's um, preferred outcome as to what they want you to do in life. Make sure you get the news, the facts, make sure you seek them out and actually do some of your own due diligence. You know, things you hear on, on, on the news, on the radio, on TV, you know, do some of your own re- research, you know, spend time where you go back to, um, you know, educating yourself, you know, spend time, you know, hearing things, understanding things that, that you hear and, and understand how it, had to process them properly. So as you go forward and as you begin to build your retirement and you build a retirement plan, as you come in and meet with Eric and I, you're not just sitting there with a deer in the headlight look, you can actively engage us in a conversation. We like it when our clients come in and they're informed and they understand what we're talking about. So we highly encourage you to to be able to be in a position to ask questions. Absolutely. And we hope that we're helping you stay informed by bringing you Take Point on Retirement every single week. If you missed part of the first segment of this show, then you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Take Point on Retirement. And don't forget to give us a call at 352-616-0511 or visit us online at takepointwealth.com to book your free, no obligation consultation today. Get started on your retirement plan today or get your retirement plan looked at. Let's test the strength of your current plan. When we come back, we're going to have an inflation demonstration and we're going to dive back into what makes up a smart retirement plan. Take Point on Retirement. We'll be right back.
You may already know what you want your retirement to look like, but do you know how to start planning to get there? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Where am I? I don't know. That's a question you must ask yourself before you start plotting out your retirement planning journey. After all, if you don't know where you are, it's pretty much impossible to get to your destination. Step one is keeping track of money that's coming in and what's going out, otherwise known as a personal budget. It's an important thing to have, but a Gallup poll from 2016 found only 32% of couples keep a written budget of any kind. A lot of people tend to think of budgeting as prediction, estimating what you'll make in future months and how you'll want to spend it. But the most effective budgets work exclusively with present dollars. After all, you can't give orders to soldiers that don't exist. So the size of your army is only how much money you currently have in your bank accounts. And as general, your role is to give every last one of those soldiers a job to do. That from PBS's Two Cents. Now, once you have a basic idea of what you're dealing with, reach out to a financial advisor or professional who can go more in depth. We want you to do a financial checkup. checkup. It's just like getting a checkup at the, at the doctor's office. Ford Stokes is founder and president of Active Wealth Management. He says getting a smart inspection of your finances is essential. You want to review your accounts. You want to look at your IRAs, your 401ks, anywhere you hold assets, including cash. You want to check your balances. You want to review rates of return over the last 12 months, three years, and five years. You want to answer this question. Do you have an income gap or do you have an income surplus? Understanding where you are now will help you plan for the retirement you want, leaving your future in your hands instead of the hands of the market or the IRS. So, are you ready to reach out to a financial advisor for a smart inspection of your current situation? That's a key question to consider before you start your retirement journey. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Welcome back to Take Point on Retirement. Schedule your free financial consultation now at TakePointOnRetirement.com. Welcome back to Take Point on Retirement. You can find us online at takepointwealth.com. I'm Sam Davis, joined by Randy Woodruff. And Randy, I want to get things started here in segment two with an inflation demonstration. Want to know where your hard-earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. You know, I noticed a couple weeks ago, Randy, I was doing a usual weekly trip to the grocery store and, and one of the items that's on you know, the weekly grocery list in our household is eggs. And I'm sure a lot of people out there are, are picking up a carton of eggs or two every time they go to the grocery store. And what I noticed first, Randy, was that the shelves, you know, like they have been kind of for the last couple of years, were pretty spotty and pretty bare in spots. Uh, so when I got over to the egg section, there was only one variety of eggs left, uh, to purchase. And that dozen eggs was priced at $8 a dozen, which really shocked me. I was like, pretty soon we'll be paying nearly a dollar an egg if this if this keeps going up. So, you know, how about this uh, inflation demonstration? So supply chain issues and a severe bird flu outbreak have caused egg prices to hit levels never seen before. So let's hop in a time machine for a second and go back to 1980, when the average price of a dozen large grade A eggs in U.S. cities cost 84 cents. So in 1980, you're paying 84 cents for a dozen eggs. Now, fast forward to the year 2000, 
the same dozen eggs cost an average of 91 cents. So not too bad. In 20 years, we only went up seven cents. But today, a dozen eggs cost an average of $3.50 for standard grade A eggs in U.S. cities. And if you're purchasing free range or organic or, or any of those other varieties, you are likely paying a whole lot more than $3.50. In fact, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics says eggs are nearly 60% more expensive than just last year. And I like this quote from Yogi Berra, a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. And that's kind of, that's the case when it comes to eggs. So Randy, have you noticed egg prices lately? It's funny you mentioned eggs because I was actually at the grocery store last night. And I usually, I, I tend to eat uh, very healthy and, and try to get organic or, and so when I, my do buy eggs. I usually get the free range or the, you know, the organic eggs. I looked at the prices last night and they were seven, $8 for a dozen eggs. And I hadn't really paid much attention, you know, to eggs ever when I buy them. But, uh, and I, last night I was, I was shocked. And, and, uh, so it's interesting that we're having this, this on the, on the show today about egg prices. And unfortunately, I, I, I don't think things have gone up 60% like they have with eggs, but there's a lot of things in, in our, in our budgets that even though inflation's up, you know, whatever it is these days, I think it's last readout, it was six something, six, seven something, but it's been as high as eight or nine or more, maybe higher than that even. But, um, you know, some of these things that we, that we have in our budget are up way more than the average inflation. And, you know, depending upon, you know, uh, you know, there are people out there who eat lots, um, lots of eggs, you know, because I mean, they are healthy. And uh, for some people, they're not because of their cholesterol, but um, I, for one, eat lots of eggs. And so now I'm all of a sudden noticing that, wow, egg prices have really shot up. And so, yeah, it's unfortunate that we're seeing that in our, in our food budgets. And hopefully, you know, supply chain issues and other factors are going to bring those, bring those costs back down soon. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll keep an eye on that for all the retirement warriors. We kind of like to touch in and, and see where inflation has impacted, you know, different parts of our lives the most. And over the last couple of weeks, what we noticed was, you know, it's at the grocery store in particular, back there where the eggs are sold. Mm hmm. So, um, you know, back to planning, you know, it's um, we all wonder as we make a plan, what's our retirement going to look like? You know, what do I need to do to get ready for that retirement? So, um, you know, one of the one of the interesting stats that we just came across, and that is, you know, 37 percent of Americans feel they need more education on retirement planning. And I I think the number of 37 is really low. I think it's probably more like 57 or 67, in my opinion, uh, with peace, you know, people like, and you know, here again, I don't know the, the, who asked the question, what vein they asked the question in, how it was worded. But I think that there's, you know, so many things to consider retirement. There's so many options out there, so many things to be aware of that you know, I think that people need to be educating themselves more. And it's, I think it's way higher than 37%. You know, also, um, um, you know, 52% of Americans wish they had more education on how to invest. I think that number is probably low as well. You know, I think uh, if you go back 50, 75 years, I think things were simpler back then. But but nowadays, things become a lot more complicated. And all the reason that you need to hire an investor, investment advisor that that understands all these complications and has uh, deals with them every day and can help you get through them as well. You know, a few of the complications that we talk about with our seniors in retirement and things they need to think about are, and one of those things is Social Security. You know, we, we've all been hearing in the news over the last several years that Social Security is going to go bankrupt. It's not going to be around. We're not going to have it when we get to retirement. And so, you know, I, I think that, you know, I think that it, it definitely does have its challenges. Social Security does. This is just my opinion. I, I think that Social Security, 
you know, depending upon your age, um, will be there. If you, for some of you, if you're uh, very young, I think it would still be there, but I think it's going to have a, a modified look over time because it, either we're going to have to raise taxes, social security taxes that we pay as employees to cover the, the shortfall, and we're going to have to make modifications to the amounts that get paid out. So those are things just to be here again, not trying to make any predictions. Those are just, um, I'll say some common sense things we need to be thinking about, especially as you're younger, you know, um, your parents and grandparents can plan for social security and, and it was a nice check coming every month, but expenses have gone way up inflation's taken this toll and um and so and here again if you're if you're definitely in your 20s and 30s maybe in 40s you don't need to be planning on social security as the larger part of your retirement income it needs to be a smaller supplement as opposed to the major source of income in retirement we also talk in the show about taxes and how we think that that you know taxes rates are probably going to go up in the future don't know when they're going to go up but we think that they are going to go up and a lot of other financial advisors believe this as well why do we think this is true well we're 31 and a half trillion dollars in debt and climbing we're not we're not we're not going down we're going up and there really is no i don't want to say there's no end in sight but it seems like there's no end in sight and so we definitely want to make sure that, you know, if you if you have a lot of money sitting in tax deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks, just be planning that you may have you may have two million dollars, you know, that you're going to be retiring upon. But of that two million dollars, one point five of that could be in, in retirement accounts that you have to pay tax on. So you're really your, your true nest egg isn't two million dollars. It's two million dollars minus whatever the tax bill is that's your true nest egg to retirement on so just keep that in mind you know taxes are always what we call a, one of the silent killers in someone's portfolio so um, also talk about medicare you know medicare is a um a, it, it's a great plan it was a much greater plan years and years ago you know but that's come under a lot of financial pressure as well you know the federal government is outsourcing a lot of the medicare administration of their dollars to insurance companies and so so now medicare is almost like it's being rationed you know if you have, if you have a medicare hmo plan and you probably feel like that when you need to see your specialist you don't get to go and see them as quickly as you would like to you got a problem today that needs a specialist attention and you may be put off for a month or two so um, just keep that in mind that if if you're in retirement and and we're all going to have health care problems in retirement, we're going to be on Medicare. You want to make sure that you if you want, if you value your health care, if you value being able to go see the doctor when you want to go and go see who you want to go, you may have to pay some more money out of pocket. You want to make sure you got money set aside for that as well. Um, also, life expectancy. You know, it's no secret that life expectancy has been going up, 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 and up. I think during COVID, it ticked down a little bit, maybe a half a year, two years or so. But overall, life expectancy is going up thanks to modern medicine. You know, modern medicine has made it made it uh, an opportunity for for those of us that are you know, it, in towards the end of life and have what we all call life threatening um, diseases or illnesses or ailments to be able to medicinally have those taken care of and get a new lease on life. They extend their life by five or 10 years. I'll, I'll share with you a common one that I see happening a lot is hip and knee replacements, you know, being mobile um, and being able to get your, your blood system and your lymphatic system moving in retirement, keep you healthy, keep you, keep your, keep your cardiovascular system going good. You know, being mobile is, is so important to that. So if you've had knee problems and hip problems, now you can get up, move around. You know, it's going to ha have a major Im impact on your life, not just your health, but your mental attitude as well. Getting up and being mobile is going to get you in a good frame of mind as well. So life expectancy is going to go up. So here again, we talk about here take point. We help our clients plan for to live to be 95 years or more. So we're going to put your plan through. Uh, uh, we're going to put your plan through a series of, of, of analysis to see if you can make it to 95 and beyond, and what you have to do to make sure your plan allows you to do that. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Randy, what I've noticed is it's not so uncommon to to have family members that are living well into their 90s. You know, my grandfather's going to turn 90 this year. I have a, a number of great aunts and uncles that are, you know, living in their 90s and are, are still active and, and living pretty much normal lives that like they were living when they first entered retirement. So, you know, we do need to plan. I, I think this is fascinating. Life expectancy rates in the U.S. have more than doubled over the last 200 years. So, you know, between industrialization and modern medicine and just the way we live our lives now, we're, we're living so much longer. And, you know, so you need to think, you know, how am I going to fund my retirement if I'm going to have an extra decade on the end of it between 90 and 100, you know, um, you know, more and more Americans are living to be over 100 years old. I saw that centenarians are, are growing in numbers faster than ever before. So really? um, having a plan to 95 and older uh, is is a really pragmatic thing to do, and and if you don't make it to that 95 and older, you know we'll have a have a way to help you pass that on to your loved ones. Yeah, we do have some great retirement um, tools that will, as you mentioned, passing it on that will help you. You know, have that money available for you in retirement, but we do have some op options here and some plan we can do to help you pass that on to your your loved ones in a very efficient way, tax efficient tax tax efficient way and also a, I'll say a state um, transfer efficient way as well, avoiding probate as much as possible and those kind of things. So, um, you know, one of the things that uh, we talk about back to social security, you know, is when to take social security, you know, should I take it at 62? Should I take it at full retirement age? Should I wait till 70? And there's no, here again, at, at take point, we don't just give out, you know, um, uh, cookie cutter advice. It's not a one size fits all type approach. We talked to you, talk to you about, you know, what do you need? Do you need the money today? Some people can't wait till they're 70. They have to have the money today. You know, they may be in a, a job that, you know, because of its demands, they can't work past 62 or 63. The job is physically demanding. They're not in, in physically able to do the job anymore. So they have to retire. Some people have other issues why they need to retire early. Some people just want to retire early. <laughs> That's always a good reason as well to want to retire early and be in a position to do so. But um, you know, when you take Social Security, you know, it is, is a big decision, a, a, one of your bigger decisions in retirement. And so you want to make sure you take it at the appropriate time. You know, one of the things that – go ahead, Sam. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, just if you can manage to delay Social Security and you get that about 8% bump every year you delay up to age mm -hmm. 70, we just think that's a really smart thing to do because there's not too many places out there where you can go and invest and, and feel comfortable that you're going to get an 8% return per year, right? So so Guaranteed. why not so why not delay that Social Security as much as you can and, and get that growing, especially if we're all living longer and this is going to be a lifelong benefit. And, you know, talking about people living longer, this is from a, a 2022 article from the Courier Journal. You know, the fastest growing age group in the U.S. is people over the age of 85. But the second fastest group is people over 100. Experts predict a 12-fold increase in centenarians by the year 2060. And a 10-year-old child alive today has a 50% chance of living to be over 100 years old. So think about that the next time you drive by a, an elementary school or a playground, that those 10-year-olds have a 50% chance of living to be 100, according to this study. Wow. That's going to put a lot of stress on on our healthcare system, Medicare, Social Security. I mean, think you get Medicare at 65, think about people being on Medicare from 65 to 100. That's 35 years of being on Medicare. So, you know, back to our conversation earlier about, you know, these the challenges these federal 
programs have. That study you know, highlights the fact that those programs are going to have some challenges. So, um, you know, one of the things that take point we do, we also I like to talk about difficult things with you. So one of the things as you come in to talk about Social Security, we're going to ask you, you know, and this is an uncomfortable conversation, but what is your health? Do you really think you're going to live past 70 or 75? Have you had, you have a history of, of not taking care of yourself? Have you, have you had weight issues? Have you smoked a lot, drank a lot? Have you, have you had a lifestyle that doesn't lend itself to, to longevity? You know, so we're going to have that type of conversation with you because that's a factor in making that decision as well uh, in terms of should you take Social Security earlier or later. You know, and so here again, we're not we're here to take point. We're here to help you plan and even ask difficult questions and make those difficult decisions. So and um, let's talk about um, taxes on Social Security briefly. You know, one of the things I get here at my CPA firm is, you know, I'm on Social Security now. I, I, I shouldn't be paying taxes or why are my Social Security why, why is my social security taxed? Well, it, it don't have a good answer other than the government said so. <laughs> that's not a good answer, but that's the only answer. That is the answer, you know? So, so basically if you make, if you make what the government thinks is too much money, uh, they begin to tax your social security, you know, first at up to 50% of your benefits at whatever tax bracket you're in, then up to 85% of your benefits, whatever tax bracket you're in. So just keep in mind that, that you will be, if you're making, if you have significant retirement assets, you will be paying taxes on your social security in retirement. So you need to plan for that as well and not let that sneak up on you and surprise you. Um, yeah. One thing we want to talk about, Randy, is, you know, when people come to work with Take Point Wealth Management, you know, that's when smart inspection comes into play because people come in with certain accounts, certain savings. Maybe they already have a retirement plan in place. Maybe they're currently retired already. But smart inspection is, you know, taking a look at what your current situation is and what tweaks can be made to make the most of that situation. So, you know, in order to achieve your vision. So we talked about smart vision, knowing what you actually want to achieve in retirement, you know, smart inspection kind of starts to take account for, you know, okay, how are we going to fund that vision, right? So we can help you do this, you know, smart inspection tools, you really need to understand where you stand. Um, you don't want to leave your family's future in the hands of the stock market or the IRS. So, you know, really getting to the guarantees as much as we can and, and managing risk as you get older. And when you work with Take Point Wealth, and Randy, you can speak more to this, you know, Eric does a full portfolio analysis, he likes to test people's plans. He talks about the Monte Carlo situ simulation where they throw a 1000 different situations and scenarios at a plan to test how how your plan will hold up in good markets, bad markets, you know, high inflation, no inflation, deflation, all these different things that could happen and, and what your plan would look like in that case. And, you know, speaking more about Social Security, taking a look at, you know, how we can maximize Social Security for you in your situation. And, and obviously taxes, Randy, are a big part of that question. You know, you mentioned a lot of people don't consider that, you know, they, they may have a million dollar nest egg, but it could be all in a tax deferred account. And they're not considering that maybe the government's going to get a quarter of a million of that or more, right? True. Yeah. Unfortunately, as we mentioned, we think tax rates are going to be going up over time. And uh, I share with you a personal example, you know, I have, um, I've got some real estate, you know, that I bought back during the Great Recession. So I got really good, really good um, prices on them. So I still have it, you know. So I'm looking at my portfolio, thinking, okay, I've got, you know, a significant amount of wealth here, not significant, but I got enough, you know. If I, uh, if um, I keep growing my retirement, I'll, I'll be in good shape. Well, I 
a lot of my stuff is low basis. So I have a lot of taxes to pay down the road one day. So I'm looking at my portfolio going, well, you know, one of these days I'm going to have to either I sell this stuff off. And while I think I have X number of dollars to retire on, I've got X minus the tax bill on a lot of my portfolio. So I've done what we're, what we're recommending you do in terms of doing an analysis. I've done the same thing on my own and I understand where I'm at tax wise. I understand the, 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 the I won't say challenge, but I understand the risks that I have to my overall net worth as I begin to convert some of these assets to cash and um, the tax that I'm going to take on those. But again, that's all part of planning. We live it here at Take, take Point every day. And we can help you do the same thing. You know, as, as Sam was mentioning, you know, we run run your portfolio through this Monte Carlo simulation and throw a thousand different scenarios at it. One of the things that I, we regularly find that I just find so interesting is um, – we have clients, new clients come in that have been with a financial advisor and, and they think they have diversification because they've got some of their money in Vanguard. They got some of their money in Putnam. They got some of their money in Fidelity and they've got, you know, a bunch of different, you know, four or five different, different family of funds that they have their money in. And we, we break down the underlying assets, the underlying stocks that make up those funds. They don't have any diversification. You know, they, they basically have the same stocks across the set, across these multiple family of funds. They really don't have any diversification at all. So um, it really is important to to sit down and, and don't just take a haphazard approach to retirement planning. You know, because you're going to spend so much of your probably potentially a third of your life in retirement. A third of your life in retirement, you know, basically the first 15, 20 years of your life, you really were just trying to grow up and become an adult and figure out what you're going to do in life. And then, you know, so, you know, so much of your life is going to be spent, your, your adult years are going to be spent in retirement and you want to make sure you have enough money, money to enjoy those years. And here again, proper diversification, proper inspection of your portfolio to make sure it is properly diversified is very, very important. It doesn't cost a thing, Randy, to figure out where you stand now. And you and Eric and the team over there can extrapolate what people hold. And what I think you're saying is, you know, people could be holding a handful of different mutual funds. But when you extrapolate all those holdings, you see the same 15, 20 stocks at the top of yeah. each one of those things. So <laughs> when one goes up, they all go up. When one goes down, they all go down. And that's not good protection. It's educating yourself and coming in and meeting with an advisor, letting us show you how, you know, explain to you how just because you have your money spread out over different, you know, four or five different mutual fund families doesn't mean you have diversification. What is real diversification? It's not just diversifying your portfolio among different, um, you know, uh, Vanguard or Putnam or whoever. It's actually diversifying it over sectors in the economy that, that you know, basically, you know, one sector may be, be going up and experiencing a bit of a, a, a growth spurt other, other other sector may be going down or maybe flat but at least you're not you don't have all your you know so many of our clients realize they had so much of their of their stocks when they come in in growth stocks and they didn't really realize it they didn't want to have they want they didn't want to be in those risky categories yet, yet they found out that they were so you're again educating yourself spending time with an advisor to make sure that you're you are doing uh, have a smart plan in place yeah, absolutely. And with a few minutes left in today's show, Randy, we just want to let people know one more time, you know, what it's like to work with TakePoint Wealth Management. We provide comprehensive consultations at no cost to the listeners, so it costs you nothing to get started. You can just go to takepointwealth.com. You click that schedule a consultation button in the upper right-hand corner, pick a time that's convenient for you, and you'll get started with a 15-minute chat with Eric and Randy, and you'll get started on building your plan that way. Or you can give them a call at 352-616-0511. Again, that's 352 616 
800-529-0511. They can help you cut unnecessary costs in your IRA, 401k, any other retirement savings account. Randy, you want to speak a little bit about what you can help people with on the tax side? Sure. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier, you know, there's a lot of, of hidden tax um, traps. I mentioned that in my own, my own uh, situation, uh, you know, some uh, highly appreciated assets that I bought you know, in, in depressed um, uh, time. So understanding where you're at tax wise, you know, if you think you have a, a million, two million, three million dollar portfolio, it's good to know you know, what the tax consequence of that portfolio is. You know, are you going to have to pay out a significant amount of that in taxes once you begin to liquidate it because so much of it is is at a real low cost basis. We can talk about taxes. As I mentioned on Social Security, we can talk about, you know, Eric and I like to be able to talk to our clients by doing a, a Roth IRA, you know, especially earlier in life, start transfer some of those assets in 401ks or IRAs, but some of that money to a Roth IRA. So as tax taxes go up like we think they're going to in the future, you know, part or all of your retirement savings are not are not in taxable accounts have been converted over to tax-free accounts. And so that gives us more planning opportunities as we're planning about how to, you know, structure your income in retirement, how to keep you below certain tax brackets. You know, if we have different buckets of income to pull from, we can do this in certain years to basically not only give you a, a good, efficient retirement and wealth management plan, but also a good, efficient tax plan as well. Fantastic. And one more time, you can get in touch with them online at takepointwealth.com. And Randy, let's finish today with some This Week in History. Great idea. I, I went through some of this stuff and I liked it's interesting, some, interesting to see some of these things that happened. It's This Week in History. Of course, multiple former presidents sworn in on this date. Whenever inaugurations happen, they happen in January around this time. So in 1977, Jimmy Carter was sworn in and walked back to the White House along with the First Lady, Rosalind Carter. I did not know that that happened, Randy, and I saw some very cool pictures of them walking back to the White House after the inauguration. I thought that was a really powerful gesture for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. 1981, Ronald Reagan was sworn in. At the same time, 52 American hostages were released from their captors in Iran. So uh, an incredible like intersection of, of two historic events there. Um, and how about this for all the golf fans out there? This week in history, 1940, Jack Nicholas was born, nicknamed the Golden Bear. Nicholas has won 18 major tournaments. That's the most in golf history and three more than Tiger Woods, 15 major wins. Nicholas has helped design more than 400 courses in 45 countries. I know he's got a handful of fantastic courses down there in the Sunshine State. So happy birthday to Mr. Nicholas, born in 1940 this week. That's impressive, too. Um, had to be, have helped design 400 golf courses in 45 countries. Uh, quite a mark. Um, another thing, too, um, for those of you that like music and I remember some of the 80s bands, um, on this date, 1983, rock band Def Leppard released their third studio album, Pyromania. And um, this album featured the debut of guitarist Phil Collin. And this album sold over 10 million copies in the U.S. alone. So um, great, great band and a great album as well. And this album was a little bit of a shift from their traditional heavy metal roots to a more, I'll say, radio friendly um, sound. And it had a much more mass appeal. So congrats to Def Leppard on their release of Pyromania 40 years ago. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Take Point on Retirement this week. You can get in touch with us online at TakePointWealth.com. Randy, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Sam. Have a great day. 
Thanks for listening to Take Point on Retirement. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit TakePointOnRetirement.com or pick up the phone and call 352-616-0511. That's 352-616-0511. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and TakePoint Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk, and unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. So you know where you are now and where you want to be in retirement. So how do you plan to get there? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Do you have any other questions for me, counselor? There are a lot of questions to ask yourself when you start your retirement plan. Questions like, when should I retire? How much money will I need? When should I claim Social Security? What about health care costs and taxes in retirement? This complicated puzzle means you're probably going to need some help coming up with a smart retirement plan. If you want to retire successfully, you really need to plan early. You know, inspect what you expect and get prepared. Putting a plan in place now while you're still working is a great idea. Ford Stokes is founder and president of Active Wealth Management. Once you find a financial professional you want to work with, they can help you answer all the questions you may have. Back to what Warren Buffett said, if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you're going to work until you die. So we need to do everything we can to figure out a way to make money while, while we're sleeping. We, we talk about this human capital versus actual capital. When you're young, you have a lot of human capital. You've got a lot of left, a lot of room left, a lot of capital left in your career, right? But at the same time, a lot of people that are older, let's say you're 65, 70 years old, you don't have a lot of human capital left, but you should have a lot of capital that is making money while you sleep. And if you don't, then you didn't make the right decisions. There are also some retirement costs you may not have considered yet. Long-term care, for example. Did you know it's not covered by Medicare? What about home renovations? If you decide to stay in your home instead of moving into a facility, your home might need some updates to ensure you're safe and comfortable. And those are just the tip of the iceberg. So do you have a fiduciary financial advisor or professional to help you wade through the complicated retirement planning process? That is a key question to consider if you want to make the most of your hard-earned money. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. At TakePoint Wealth Management, we know you've worked hard to earn your money, and you've worked even harder to save it. When it comes to wealth management and planning for retirement, trust Eric Arnett and his team of experts who have been helping individuals, families, and business owners find financial freedom for more than 20 years. Let us help you protect and grow what you've worked so hard for. Schedule your free, no-obligation consultation now at TakePointWealth.com. Remember, all of Eric's listeners receive a free financial consultation just for listening to the show. Visit TakePointOnRetirement.com to learn more and schedule an appointment. Thanks for listening to Take Point on Retirement and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts.